culture, society, on every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my god, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app, or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, Zach Peter. What's going on, everybody? I hope you are coming into this week with a heavy heart, but a willingness to grow and change and heal. Um, I've tried to record this <laughs> this episode several times now, and every time I do it, I feel like I can't get it right and I'm not saying the right things and I'm not articulating it in the best way. So I guess the only way to to do that is to, I mean, this is a show called Hashtag No Filter. Um, and I believe that part of showing no filter is showing the good and showing the messy and the ugly. And so there is a message that I taped a couple of, a few days ago um, that is very raw. My voice is very shaky. Um, and I'm just going to be honest with you, it's not the most articulate. I um, There are moments of it that are very selfish and um, a little self-absorbed, um, but I guess it conveys the message that I think needs to get across right now, that I want to get across right now. And I first want to just take accountability and apologize because I made some really arrogant, or not arrogant, but ignorant comments um, that were very closed-minded, condemning... Um, a lot of the protesting, rioting, and looting that was going on. I made them a a couple, I guess by now it's about a week and a half ago, but um, I want to apologize because I amplified and I gave a platform to the wrong message, and that was a message of fear and destruction. And right now there is an outrage and a pain that needs to be felt, that needs to be heard by the black community because they have been pushed down and held back for way too long. And I know as my as somebody that is a podcaster and that has a platform, I want to use my platform to amplify those voices. And that's why I want to share two podcast interviews that um, I think we should all kind of listen to right now that really were eye-opening for me. The first one is by Black Queens Uncut, and their episode is called Hashtag Black Lives Matter. And then the second one is... Um, from the the Just the Sip podcast with Justin Sylvester from E. He had a really good interview that or episode that he did with three different interviews in that episode, and it was called An Honest Conversation About Race. And those are both linked in the description below, and I hope you listen to them and um, really hear the message that they are getting across because this is this is decades and centuries of pain that needs to be heard right now. And I think that we need to amplify these voices and let them know that they are seen, they are valued, they are loved, and that they matter. And if there are any of my black brothers and sisters that are listening right now, just know that I love you and you are valued and that you matter to me. And if I haven't shown up for you before, you can be damn sure I'm going to continue to try to show up for you, that I will show up for you moving forward. Um, 
And so now I want to leave you with this very messy and very raw message. And again, I apologize because some parts of it are a little self-involved and I do make it about myself. And I hope that, and one of the other reasons that I wanted to share this message is because I feel like a lot of us are afraid to say the wrong thing and we're afraid to speak out. Um, And I just want you to know that we are going to say the wrong thing and we are going to slip up and we're going to stumble and that change is not going to be comfortable. It's supposed to be messy and uncomfortable because that's how change happens. That's how some of us get woken up is through, you know, really shaky moments. Um, And so I hope that you listen to the message that I'm about to play for you and really take it in. Some parts of it may be a little triggering for some of you, and I apologize. Some parts of it may feel really out of touch for some of you, and I understand that, and I hope that you can continue to hold me accountable today and moving forward and that we can continue to have an open dialogue about this and continue to teach each other and build each other up and have these difficult conversations and continue to push this open dialogue. And I just want to say that to everybody listening right now, I love you, and thank you for one, you know, building this community where I can trust you to hold me accountable, which some of you have. And I, I thank you for that. But um, right now, I just I hope that you feel motivated to, to act right now. And whether that's listening to a podcast interview, buying a book by a black author so that you can understand their experience better, going online and really researching what black history is, because I know Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks are just scratching the surface of what black history is. Um, making a donation. I've included um, a couple of links below of places that I've donated to that you can donate to some petitions that I've signed that I hope you will sign as well. Um, And just, you know, continue to show up. I know not everybody is comfortable because we are in the middle of a pandemic of going out and going to a protest. But um, there is one happening on June 14th here in LA, you can go on Instagram, there are many groups that are um, posting small and large protests that you can participate in and I hope you will join me in participating in them and just continuing to show up and letting our black brothers and sisters know that you are seen, you are heard, you you are valued and that you matter. You matter to me and you matter in society. Um, and with that, I'm going to play this very, very messy message. But again, I hope you listen to it all the way to the end and really take in the message that I hope um, that I want to be heard right now. So I just got home. Um, Hi, everybody. This is Zach Peter here. Um, I just got home for the first time in almost a week. Um, Friday night, so as many of you guys know, I live in downtown L.A., and um, on Friday night is when the protesting began, but um, towards the end of the night is when the riots began, and I was right in the heart of it. I watched a lot of it, and um, I know on uh, that night I posted a lot of stuff to my Instagram stories. Um, sorry, I'm a little shaky. This is my first time being home um, since that night, and so it's a little, it's a little raw for me. Um, I cried when I pulled up and I cried when I walked in my door for the first time. And it's just, it's a lot of anxiety and I don't, I don't know what my intention is in even recording this and I don't even know if I'll release it, but I just hope we can talk through this together because this is my, 
outlet. And I just hope we can learn together and grow together through this. And I, I, I don't want to make this about me because I ultimately want to make it about the message that I'm trying to send from this. But I'm just very, you know, I'm having a very raw reaction to everything. And again, this is, I've been home less than 10 minutes. I just kind of walked in the door and plugged everything in and just decided I needed to kind of let it out. <sighs> but anyway, um, so Friday about 5 p.m. is when the protests started and a lot of people had signs and they walked through the streets of downtown and went down to City Hall. But at some point in the night, there was kind of a shift and then eventually it kind of got a little... Um, violent and there was a lot of looting i live on spring street um which is where a lot of the the looting and and stuff kind of happened and i watched it unfold right in front of me um and it was not easy they you know the the there were a few a small a small few people that decided to whether it was their own outrage that needed to be heard or they were being opportunistic and in the moment they took advantage of a movement that was trying to be heard. And, um, you know, unfortunately, people like myself were kind of caught in the middle of it. Um, And this is just a very real reaction to kind of what happened. And there was a lot of raw emotion from that night. Um, And I posted some things trying to understand it, but I think where I was wrong, and trust me, a lot of what I said that night, a lot of what I recorded and shared that night was wrong because I think that it it encouraged a narrative. um, It shared a narrative that wasn't what the message should have been. And I think the news is very, um, needs to be held accountable in this as well. I hold myself accountable as part of the media, um, as a podcaster with a voice and with a platform to we need to be honest in our messaging and yes that is very true that there is a lot of destruction going around nationwide but that's a very small fraction of what's happening right now and there's a bigger message and a larger protest and that's ultimately why I'm hoping to share my experience and use my platform to do that obviously I can never understand what it will be like to be a black man living in America but what I can do is just use my own experience and hopefully People can hear it and relate to it in their own way. And again, I don't want to make this about me, but this is the only way I know how to channel what I've been through because I posted some things on Facebook and I posted some things on Twitter and I've posted something and I posted things on Instagram stories that night that garnered a lot of attention on me. And so I'm hoping that as you all who reached out with sympathy and support, as you're still looking to me and checking on if I'm okay, that we also turn to a lot of the people in our own lives, a lot of our own black brothers and sisters and ask them if they're okay right now as well, because this is a lot for them to process. And this is a lot for them to take in. And this isn't something that happened to them just this weekend or just this week, but this is something that they live with every day. And I had to have a lot of those conversations. It's part of the reason I had to get off social media and delete the apps from my phone and just kind of get away from it all is because I needed to stop talking for a minute and I needed to stop projecting my own, um, my own bullshit and just kind of listen. And I took a lot of time to listen. I took a lot of time to just process everything. Um, And I'm learning a lot and I am trying to be a better ally and I'm trying to 
not just be non-racist, but be anti-racist. I know that's another kind of buzzword that we're pushing on social media right now. And I'm trying to really take that and, and let it be more than just a buzzword and let it be more than just a, an internet trend right now, but embedded into my own lifestyle. Um, and so I hope you listen to this right now and understand that there, and I'm, I'm saying this because I know that my audience on hashtag adulting and hashtag no filter, I know that our audience is predominantly white. I know that our, we do have a fraction of, uh, we, we have some minorities, we have a lot of gay listeners, we have a lot of um, Hispanic listeners, but we are, pre, our audience is predominantly white. Um, and so that's why I kind of want to share what I'm going through and hopefully, you know, let you know that as much as I'm, because there are a lot of people that are not for the looting and, and they want the peaceful protesting. But I don't know if, and I don't even know if this is the right thing to say, but I don't know if the peaceful pro- protesting would have hit me as hard as it as, as this did. This really popped my bubble of privilege. It shattered my glass house of what I didn't see before. You know, I it's it's a lot to take in and i'm like i said this is all very raw emotion and i'm not saying that i'm not going to be ignorant in this in this recording and i'm not saying that i'm not going to say the wrong things but i'm saying that i want to be better and we should all want to be better and i know a lot of people have reached out and they're like well this isn't about you but like this is about me and this is about you listening right now this is about all of us and sometimes we need to know when to shut up and let the other voices that need to be heard right now speak up. And this is also about knowing when we need to speak up and when we need to show up for them as well and hold their hand and be their allies through this. This is not a pretty time. And this is change isn't, isn't pretty. Change is messy and change is ugly. And change involves a lot of um, shattering of security and a lot of um, tears and pain and sorrow, unfortunately. So please don't look at my home or anybody else's businesses that are being shattered right now and look at that as the only message. Because yes, that is a very important message. And honestly, even right now, I can't endorse the looting and the destruction and the you know shattering of other people's homes. I mean, I look outside and I see our, our windows boarded up and it's it's not an easy message to take in, but it's an important one because we need to hear everybody right now and we need to not be fighting with each other. We need to not be preaching at each other, but we need to be listening to each other and having an open dialogue and like sharing each other's experiences and like just listening to each other a lot more with the intention of having an open heart and an open mind and an open ear and a shoulder to lean on and not necessarily listening with the intention of having a rebuttal, but just listening with the intention of listening. It's, it's it's interesting. I've had a lot of um, really intense anxiety attacks that I've never had before. One just five minutes before recording this, and like it's it's a lot to take in. But like I said, change isn't pretty, and change isn't going to be easy. And I just hope we can all move through this together and move through this productively. And I just wanted to say that if there was anybody that listened to the message that I put out there on Friday night, which again was really just highlighting the small fraction of people that were looting and destructing, um, they aren't the ones that should be highlighted right now. They aren't the ones that should be dominating the narrative or the news right now. We need to like, they need to be held accountable for, you know, causing destruction. Yes. But at the same time, we need to like actually listen to what the message is right now. And that, you know, black lives are, yes, they matter. And I hear everybody saying all lives matter. And like, yes, all lives matter. But like right now, 
Black lives are at risk. And that's the reality. Whether we want to, to hear that or not, that's the reality that we're facing. You know, I mean, I was even embarrassed as, as a, a gay Hispanic young man. I'm embarrassed that I haven't even spoken up for my own community enough. And I'm going to work on that. But like right now, we need to really throw our hats into the ring and say, we're here with you. We stand with you. Like text your friends right now and ask them how they're doing. Call them, ask them how they're doing and listen to them. And look at the reality is a lot of people are going to project a lot of their own ignorant statements and blind racism that they're not even aware of right now. And we need to listen to them and we need to let them feel like they're being heard right now because we have to understand that they have years of conditioning, whether it's cultural or whether it's, you know, societal or within their own families or within their own homes that they were raised with this, like that's not going to break overnight. That's going to take time. And we need to show love to them as well. Because I think right now a lot of people are scared of each other and we need to not be scared of each other. We need to be willing to express love to one another right now. We need to hug each other and we need to be able to have an open dialogue with people we don't agree with because when we unfollow them, when we block them, when we shut them out, that doesn't open their mind, that doesn't open their consciousness, that doesn't change their perspective. But we as individuals have the power to change the perspective of our friends, of our family, of our community, but we have to be willing to have those difficult conversations. When I say have those difficult conversations, that's not coming into them with a self-righteous attitude and a you know, I know more than you and you're wrong and you're racist. Like, no, we need to not come at it that way because that's not where they're going to be receptive. I don't know what the answer is. I'm learning as I'm going, but I'm I'm learning a lot and I've, I've listened a lot over the past week and it's... <sighs> I, again, I don't know what the answer is, and I don't know if everything that I'm saying right now is important or it's articulate, but I'm willing to be stupid, and I'm willing to be ignorant, and I'm willing to learn. And getting to progress is not going to be easy, and there are going to be a lot of stumbles, and there are going to be a lot of falls, but it's it's going to happen. So like right now, there's not a lot we can do. I don't. There's a, a protest going on here in L.A., um, that my family is going to, and I haven't decided yet whether or not I'm going to go, and I might, and I'm... I don't know. The thought of a crowd right now feels really scary for me. Um, but at the same time, I also feel like I need to be out there and, and show that even though I experienced the the, the rioting firsthand um, and even though it affected my home, I still can participate in the productive protesting that is out there and getting the message out there. But I understand that not a lot of people are willing to do that. So like, there are a lot of things you can do right now support your black friends, whether they have small businesses, whether they have podcasts, whether they have services that need to be amplified right now, like you can use your platforms to share them not just right now, but all the time. Like I'm that like right now is not the time when change is going to happen. Change is going to happen in our everyday lifestyle choices. Change is going to happen three months from now and five years from now and 10 years from now. It's going to happen with every single day that we choose to show up. That's where change happens. Change doesn't happen from one protest. Change doesn't happen from a riot. Change doesn't happen from one isolated incident. Change happens from all of us showing up every single day. And I'm going to show I'm going to work on that and I'm going to show up every day and I hope you do too and I hope together we all show up and we show up for the voices that need us right now and the voices that need to hear us right now. 
And there are a lot of ways that we can do that, whether it is peacefully showing up to a protest, whether it's recalling a black friend right now or just texting them saying, hey, I'm thinking of you. I love you. Let me know if you need to talk or, hey, I'm sorry if there's something that I said that was ignorant last week. I'm sorry about that. And I apologize. And I'm going to try to be better or going online and doing your research and not expecting our black friends to educate us, but going online and Googling this and looking up black history because black history isn't just one month in February. Black history is isn't just Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King. Black history is decades or more than decades of oppression, but like stuff that shit that I wasn't even aware of that I've now become aware of that like really opened my eyes. It's about learning. It's about educating. It's about donating. And donating doesn't have to just be to a charity, but donating could be to support your black trans friend right now that has a makeup line and going and purchasing that palette or going and, or or maybe you can't afford a palette right now. I get it. We're all in a pandemic. Our finances are tight, but maybe it's just donating $3 to her right now, signing a petition right now, sharing a petition right now, continuing to amplify these voices on social media. If If you're a podcaster, if you have a social platform, it's giving them an opportunity opportunity to have their voices heard as well through your platforms like now is the time that we act and now is the time that we show up and I hope that as I'm actively choosing to show up I hope you do too and not being afraid to speak up because like I said I'm probably gonna I probably have already said a lot of really stupid ignorant things in this recording I posted a lot of them on social media the other night I'm gonna probably continue to slip up and fall and stumble and trip And I hope as I do, I'm able to pick myself back up and become a better ally every time I make a mistake. And I hope you do too. Stop being afraid to speak up because the only time you say the wrong thing is when you don't say anything. So please listen to them. I'm on our accounts right now on uh, the No Filter account and on the Adulting account. We posted a lot of other black podcasters and shows where they're sharing their own daily experiences, not just right now, but every day. They've had these shows for years. Please go and listen to them. Please go and subscribe to them. Please go and support them. I'll make sure we put links in the description here as well. But thank you for checking on me and making sure I'm okay. But please check on everybody else right now, like all of your friends need you. Everybody needs each other right now. And the black community needs us most of all right now. So let's let's show them that they're not alone and let's be there for them and let's show them that we're going to show up with love. I love you guys and I will talk to you soon. We have a bunch of episodes that we've already recorded. I'm holding them for now because um, I want everybody to go and support other black podcasters and other black writers and other black business owners. And like, let's let's show them that we're listening, not just today, not just this week, but every day moving forward. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.